Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the Dane County League of Women Voters. I am your moderator, Diane Martin-Liebert, and I'd like to introduce the candidates for Dane County Supervisor District 1, Rob Franklin and Mary Kohler. Each candidate will have three minutes to answer an initial question that serves as an opening statement. I will then ask questions that alternate as to which candidate will go first, with answers up to two minutes with each one. And Mary, will start with you. What educational, vocational, or civic experience do, do you have which qualifies you for this office, and why are you running for the Dane County Board? Thank you, Diane. I am originally from Wisconsin, and I am a graduate with a Bachelor of Science degree in marketing from the University of Wisconsin, La Crosse. I also served 28 years on active duty in the U.S. Navy. While I was on active duty, I earned two master's degrees, one in adult education and one in national security and strategic studies. After I retired from the Navy, when my husband and I moved to Madison, we immediately became involved in many community activities, including shortly after we arrived here, I was elected to the board of directors of Metropolitan Places Homeowners or Condominium Owners Association, and I was the president for five and a half years. I was also the membership chair of the Capital Neighborhoods Incorporated Neighborhood Association. There's numerous activities that I've been involved in here in downtown Madison and throughout the county. I've served on the Dane County Board as the District 1 Supervisor for the last three years. It has been my goals to work for those most in need, including the homeless, the developmentally disabled, seniors, children, those, again, most in need in Dane County. I'm also working to ensure that our lakes the pollution going into them is reduced and we work at cleaning them up also on transportation options. Good, thank you. Rob? <clears throat> um, my name is Rob Franklin. I've been in Madison for almost 16 years. Um, as far as my experience, I, my experience is more hands-on direct. I have, I have been a musician in downtown Madison. I've developed a lot of relationships through that. Um, also, I've worked in the nonprofit sector. Um, I've worked with the Boys and Girls Club, the Nehemiah Corporation. I've had a partnership through uh, Nehemiah with Joining Forces for Families. Uh, I'm also a city employee. I work for the Madison Public Library. Um, I, I work there as a library monitor. I also teach classes in the media lab to, uh, to disadvantaged youth, as well as working with the Juvenile Detention Center. Uh, we've had partnerships with a lot of the schools, uh, Memorial, East, uh, Middleton, things like that. So I, I think most of my experience comes from interaction on an everyday basis. So that's, that's pretty much it. No, thank you. Okay, Rob, you get the next question. What do you believe is the overall most important issue the Dane County Board will grapple with after the election, and how do you intend to work on it? Um... There's, there's a couple different issues. I think for me, one of the biggest issues is really addressing racial disparities. And um, I think the biggest challenge will be to to address it in the nature of, 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 of reaching in a way that is inclusive of everyone. 
so we can not only have the voice of the people that are affected by it, but also have people that maybe have solutions to it. One of the things that I want to implement with that is a cultural inclusion plan. And that will address the economic, the educational, as well as the social needs of those affected the most by such disparities. Uh, I kind of feel like, you know, the only way we're going to be able to really challenge and, and deal with this problem is if we just we roll up our sleeves and get to it. So that that's one of my biggest areas of concern that, that I would like to, to address. Thank you. Mary? Well, I'm really glad that Rob has brought up racial disparities. This past year, Dane County had three working groups to address racial disparities in the criminal justice system of Dane County. Those three working groups who included people from a wide variety of backgrounds, whether they were actually a part of the county and county employees or supervisors, but people from the neighborhoods, people who are affected most by the Dane County criminal justice system, uh, leaders such as Rob himself that are involved in these work groups to address racial disparities, particularly in the criminal justice system in Dane County. We need to continue to work together with those working groups. They made 30 recommendations. We need to see how we can implement their recommendations to reduce the racial disparities throughout Dane County that sadly we experience in one of the best places to live for some people, but we need to ensure it's the best place to live for all. Okay, thank you. Mary, you get the next question. The opening of a new Dane County Homeless Resource Center appears to be stalled. How do you believe the county should prioritize the work on resolving the roadblocks and getting the shelter opened? Thank you, Diane. I'm really glad you asked that question about the Dane County Day Resource Center. It's very important for people to know that it is a day resource center. It is a place where people who need assistance can go to find the help that they need. It can be the simple basics of a laundry facility so that they can wash their clothes. It's a place where they can store their personal belongings. It is a place where those who need medical attention can get recommendations for where they can get the medical help they need, whether that is something physical or something mental. It is a place where people can get assistance with finding a job, with finding housing. That's the goal of the Day Resource Center. There's a bit of a delay, again, regrettably, but we, the county, are working with neighbors, with the city, with other stakeholders, including the United Way, to ensure we do have a day resource center, maybe not this year, but early next year. Thank you. Rob? Basically, I think, you know, we, we, we can't keep giving this situation lift service. I mean, we have almost 4,000 homeless people in Madison. People that they come here with dreams of trying to find a better way and a better and a better life, but it kind of seems like there's this ongoing game where people just keep pushing people to different places. Let's let's figure out what we need to do to get the funding, to get the additional funding, which you know is needed to be because you can't keep sending people other places. I mean, for example, I mean, certain people were kicked out of city county building, which. My opponent was the chairman of the committee for that, you know, so it's like, what are we going to do? We need to address this. We need to get it. If we don't have the funds, we need to figure out the way to get the funds because homeless people are people that, you know, they just don't have a place to go. There are mental health issues that they need. There are physical placement issues that they need. But we can't keep just sitting here and saying we're going to do it. We're going to do it. 
If we want progression for all, we have to make progression for all from the bottom to the top. So this is this is a situation that should be very high in getting addressed. Okay, Rob, uh, you get the next question. There are competing proposals and friction between Dane County Board and the county executive over the use and redevelopment of the Alliance uh, Energy Facility and grounds. What do you believe should be the priorities in this matter? I have an entertainment background, and, and I understand how much it takes to to push out and put on even simple productions from the smallest level to the biggest level. Honestly, at some point we have to figure out, you know, what's proper, what, what is proper. Like, are we going to keep dumping money into the situation or can we use those funds for other things? I, I applaud, I, <laughs> I like the Atlanta Energy Center. I mean, I, the things such as the Harlem Globetrotters and all of that stuff, you know, and the World Dairy Expo, all those things are beautiful things. But at the same time, this place has not been as successful as I think Dane County has wanted to be. And at some point we have to decide, are we going to are we going to keep investing in it, or like I said, do we need to figure out a different way to use different funds in different ways? So, for me, you know, I I I, I definitely applaud it, but at the same time, I think we need to start looking at other options. Okay, thank you, Mary. Thank you, Diane, and I appreciate Rob's experience with the Alliant Energy Center. The Alliant Energy Center is one of part of the entire complex, the Alliant Energy Center, the Veterans Memorial Coliseum, the New Holland Pavilions, Willow Island. What we, the Dane County Board, have passed twice now because the uh, county executive vetoed our resolution and last night we voted to overturn the veto, is to have a master plan and a market study. Again, as Rob has pointed out, there are problems, some challenges, at the Alliant Energy Center and the other facilities at the complex. We need to know what the threats in the future are to that complex. We can't continue to have that complex have a deficit. We were lucky this last year it had some revenue, but in the past it's been a deficit. If the Alliant Energy Center complex has a deficit, that means there's less revenue for use in other county uh, commitments that we have, bills we have to pay. We can't be holding up the Align Energy Center if it's losing money. So the master plan is what are our plans for the future? We need to identify what exists, what can exist, what our options are. We have worked with the unions that are represented by the many people who work there and who are employed there through other facilities, including the builders and they will be a part, as well as the neighborhood, other leaders in the city of Madison and Dane County to ensure we develop the best future for the entire Align Energy Center complex. Okay, thank you. Mary, this one is yours. What do you identify as contentious issues between Dane County and local municipalities, and what do you see as the best way for the board to facilitate solutions? There's always room for more communication. Dane County is over 500,000 people in Dane County. We have people who focus on the city of Madison, but we need to remember the 34 towns that surround us. There's a variety of experience and 
priorities that each of those towns have, and in those towns, the villages, those that are growing dramatically and those that are losing population. We need to have people at the table who can represent the needs of the towns and also the cities and villages. I'm on the Zoning and Land Regulation Committee. We are just formed a, a committee to look at the um, comprehensive plan that applies to the entire county. We will have town representatives, city representatives, village representatives, building representatives, union representatives to give us their input on what, again, what's the best for the future comprehensive plan for Dane County. So we balance both the urban needs and the agricultural needs and everything in between for Dane County. Okay, thank you, Rob. Actually, I, I, somewhat, I somewhat agree. I, I feel like communication is key. And, and, and in order to have effective communication, you have to have communication from everyone. So, so I do feel like it's very important that, that we are able to, to have the voices heard of not only the urban community, but as, as, as she said, the rural community. Because that's the only way we're going to actually be able to come up with effective solutions to all these things. So I think the main thing is keeping the lines of communication open, talking, addressing, continue to build, continue to question, and just continue to move forward from there. Okay, thank you. Rob, you get this one. What personal quality distinguishes you from your opponent, opponent that will make you the best representative for your constituents on the Dane County Board? For me, I think the biggest thing that separates me is that I find myself having a lot of experience on the front lines. I've been around downtown Madison pretty much the entire time I've been here. I, I represent not only the African-American community, I represent the younger generation. People that, a generation that's, that's tired of seeing things the way they are and they want to fight for a change but don't know how. That's, that's what separates me because I'm standing up not just for an ethnic background but for a generation of people, of people that want a, a, that want a better situation. And I think, you know, for me, I accept the challenge of that and I'm ready to do what's necessary to make that happen. And I think that's, that is what separates me from, from my opponent. There's no disrespect to her, to her whatsoever, but I just think that it's time to have more voices involved with the county board. If we're gonna, if we're gonna speak up for everyone, it's just like the last question. We have to be able to reach out to all types of different people from different backgrounds. I think I, like I said, I'm fortunate, you know, I'm an African American male. I can speak up for that. You know, I could talk. I, I feel like I have the experience to be able to talk about racial disparities and try to find a reasonable situation. I speak up for the younger generation. I'm a, I'm a city worker. I can speak up for for the people that are fighting for a living wage jobs. You know, I interact with 50 to 100 homeless people a day. So therefore, I understand the need for the day resource center. So I think that that's something that I bring to the table. It's a little bit different. And I think that that is kind of what the county board needs. I mean, you have what? 37 seats and maybe you'll have maybe one african-american you need different voices and different people in order to make progression for this county and that's what it's about and that's why i'm here okay thank you mary thank you diane i was elected by the district one voters three years ago and i continue to serve all the residents of district one district one has such a great variety of people who call district one home there are indeed homeless and there are facilities for housing first 
through different programs. There are the shelters, and then there's all the way up to an incredible wealth of uh, people who can afford the most exclusive condominiums in Dane County, not just in Madison. There's everyone in between. There's students. I was so pleased recently when I had tremendous conversations. I have conversations frequently, but most particularly last Saturday when I was out speaking to students who will be voting on April 5th, when I was able to talk to them and tell them I am representing them and I also represent seniors. I represent the um, young professionals who are moving downtown. I need to represent all people and keep their interests in mind. People of color, people who have challenges in their life, who not certain what tomorrow will bring. I've personally experienced that. My mother raised seven children all on her own successfully. I don't know how she did it. She did whatever job she could do. So I have seen poverty. I have experienced it. And I know that we need to invest in everyone's future to ensure that everyone can succeed, that they can get, if they need assistance, they can get it. And we in Dane County need to make sure that they can get it. So I look forward to continuing to represent all people of District 1. Okay, thank you. Mary, the next question is yours. Which board committees do you believe you should serve on and why? Well, I currently serve on a number of boards. I'm on the executive committee, so uh, many of the resolutions and proposals that come through other committees eventually will come through the executive committee before it goes to the board. I was chosen because of my commitment to serving all in Dane County, and that's why I'm on the executive committee. I am on the zoning and land regulation committee, as I mentioned, where we need to listen to petitions from people throughout the county on land use and make sure that the comprehensive plans are met and also to adapt to any idiosyncrasies that may occur that we need to make sure people are treated fairly. I'm on the Lakes and Watershed Commission where we work together as the county and with others, the city, with the um, sewage district, with many people, to, again, to ensure that our lakes stop being polluted and get cleaner, at least reduce the pollution and get cleaner. I am also on the uh, Veteran Service Commission where I work to help those who have earned the benefits of serving our country that they're not forgotten, and that includes some homeless veterans that we need to make reach out to and to ensure that they get the help that they need. I probably ran on my two minutes, but I look forward to continuing to serve on the committees I've been on and doing the best for District 1 and Dane County. Okay, thank you. Rob? Um, basically, I want to be on any committee that's just not about giving lip service. I want, to, I, want, I want to get the work done. So I couldn't sit up here and tell you every committee that, that I, I need to be on. But if there's a committee that, that's providing a solution for everyone, that's taking that chance for advancing and really finding progression for Dane County, then that's, that's a committee that I want to be on. It might, it might go from, you know, human services to social services, whatever, whatever is required. Because really, we need people that are going to step up for the people and not just talk about stepping up. So therefore, those are the committees that I want to be on. Okay. 
Okay, the next question is yours, Rob. What, what is another issue not previously discussed that you believe needs your involvement as a, a county supervisor and why? Um, one thing that's important to me is, is establishing a $15 an hour living wage and, and creation of living wage jobs. Right now, what we're seeing, we're seeing a lot of people that are, that are surviving. And, and it's not just enough to survive right now. You know, we have to be able to find a way where we can start creating living, more living situations for the people. And I think that, that, you know, respecting that wage and creating more jobs that can, they can provide, it will, it will decrease other, other situations. I mean, you look at things like racial disparities and, and the criminal justice system, you know, if people had more options and more, and more chances to earn and live, then you would see a decrease in these other areas. So I think that's one of the biggest things that, that I would like to be involved with and in seeing that get pushed through. It, like I said, it's, it's more than time to just survive. It, it, it is time to live. And I think that that is a good start to be able to create not only, like I said, the living wage, but the creation of more living wage jobs in this county. Because that, that affects not only the urban areas, but the rural areas. They, you know, I'm talking about on a countywide level. So that's something that I feel is, is, is high on the priority list. Okay, thank you. Mary? The $15 living wage is a resolution that is currently going through committee. I am a sponsor on the $15 living wage for Dane County. The challenge that we have is that by state legislation, we can only raise the levy with a countywide referendum. So either we are get that passed, that, okay, Dane County taxpayers, we need to raise your taxes so that we can pay that fair $15 an hour living wage. If we can't do that and we still are able to pass the $15 living wage, then something else is going to have to be cut. So it's going to take a lot of work with not just county supervisors, but those who can help us look at the budget and see where can we cut because that's what it will take unless we're able to raise a referendum. When I was young and going through college, I was able to get minimum wage jobs, but I was also able to get grants. What we've done in this state is reduce the amount of opportunities that people have. So we need to work together on educational commitments to the next generation, the current generation and the next generation to ensure that people get the education that will help them break out of poverty and achieve what they can because they have the ability, but it's because of cuts we've made in this state. So I, I appreciate, again, that we should be able to pay a $15 living wage. We need to also address the challenges that are out there before we are actually able to do so. Okay, thank you. Those are the questions that I have. We now have a minute each for closing a statement, and we start with you, Mary. Thank you again, Diane. Again, I have had the honor of being the District 1 Dane County Supervisor, again, working for those most in need. The reason I am continuing to work for Housing First and a Day Resource Center is because a concrete slab in front of a city-county building is not a safe place. A 
concrete slab that has heroin pushers coming and taking advantage of people was not a safe place. We in Dane County must work, and I have been working to ensure, again, that we have a day resource center, and I have worked to ensure that we have more affordable housing, again, for those who are, we're helping to be not homeless, and those who are almost homeless, we need to ensure that there's affordable housing. One of my greatest accomplishments or uh, pleasures or uh, reinforcement of why I'm on the Dane County Board is being on the Dane County Housing Authority, where I and others, and most particularly the executive director and his team at the Dane County Housing Authority, have increased affordable housing in Dane County. That's what I will continue to work on. So those, again, most in need get the help that they should get. Okay, thank you. Rob? It's pretty simple. Um, I'm of the people. I, I want to represent the people. I want to make sure that we as a county address the needs of all people. We need, we need to address in order to really be a progressive community. Progression is from the bottom to the top. It's not just about you know, people that have pretty cush jobs and can be in high condos and all that. We have to reach everyone. So that's why I sit here, because I want to be that voice. I, I take on the responsibility of it. I think that there are things that we need to make sure get pushed through and not just have it be about talking about it. You know, not not just talking about, you know, getting a day research center and then not voting for additional funding. Let's do what we really need to do to get it done. So therefore, that's what I'm on. That's why I'm here. And that's what I believe in. So therefore, that's what I look forward to doing once I get the chance. Okay. Thank you both. The time is up. I want to thank both of you for being with us today and for the audience for joining us. I want to remind everybody to please vote on, on April 5th. And if you, um, the league has a publication called Candidates Answers that they have put out. Uh, it's on our website, but also will be uh, published in the Isthmus. I think uh, probably a week from Thursday. I'm not positive exactly which Thursday it comes out, but it's the week before the election. And I want to thank everybody. Good evening.